It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Voice bowls to Brown, who's on 96, flights it. It's going to be six for his 100. Over the head of Weatherall, into the crowd, and Josh Brown has arrived. 100, not out, 102 of 41 deliveries, nine sixes and seven fours. We have seen some sort of an innings here at Carrara. Yeah, we saw a hero last night for the Brisbane Heat in the BBL final. I've got to say, it's been a long time where I haven't sat down during a cricket game. I stayed standing while watching Josh Brown bat at Queen, uh, Brisbane Heat at one for eight in the match against Adelaide Strikers. They needed someone to come in and stabilise it. Didn't he come in and wow, stabilise the rat? You were, on my way home, you were messaging us on oh, our group chat. Going, was, Are you watching this? This I is was insane. I was just like, what, the, the display he put on was just that exciting to watch. And, and, and I found out, like, during the call, he makes his own bats. I know. How good is he? Mate, I'm going to go and buy one. I don't even play cricket. (laughs) I'm going to get one. The Bison, it's called, that he used last night. So 146 or whatever he was, it was uh, the most amount of sixes in one BBL innings. innings. Yeah, 12 12 sixes. And the second fastest 100 or ton of 41 balls. Now, you were saying there's a couple of dot balls in there. A couple of dot balls around ball 35 and 36. Yep. Um, If he nails those, he probably equals or or maybe – Beats the record. I'm, I'm surprised Daddy Vass, our producer, hadn't cut up. Like the sound of him hitting that ball, oh. like you'd think our producer would have had all those sixes cut up back Every to back. One of just them. bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. But, yep. you know, he's obviously We'd not. still be listening to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's outstanding. So, as we said, the Heat move through to the BBL final. They'll play the Sixers who are hosting the other first team through to the mm. final tomorrow night. So, it's a, a really short turnaround. And the Bison's got a crook hip, too. He has, too. Yeah, Brown's got a crook. He didn't actually participate in any of the fielding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully he's uh, he's all right. Well, he, I mean, if he's just going to stand there and hit sixes. Yeah. Can... They kept showing his mum and dad. His dad looks younger than him, but they also interviewed his mum, didn't they, Daddy Vass? This is what she had to say. His, his whole house is just cricket. His whole life is just cricket. And, yeah, since he's, what, 13, he's been playing and just incredible. He's just amazing. Just so dedicated, just a bloody gorgeous kid. And you told me you took annual leave today to be here tonight. Yes, I did. Because, yeah, I'm a bit short-staffed at work, so I had to take annual leave so I could have the time to get here. So wouldn't miss it for the world, though. Isn't it funny when you talk to mums, like, oh, beautiful kid, he's so... You talk to dad and dad will go, yeah, he, yeah, good, yeah, right. Right. he did yeah, well. He did well. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but he is. You know, you see him interview. He just seems like a lovely, just knockabout, good fella. Who he hasn't got loves a, his cricket. He hasn't got a contract for next year. A, a contract for next year. No, 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 no. He'll, he'll be playing the IPL if he keeps that stuff up. Exactly, mate. That, it, it, it's interesting what his mum said about how he just lives and breathes it. And you know what? To listeners out there. It doesn't matter what sport you play. If you want to play at the highest level, you've got to be obsessed, haven't obsessed. you? Obsessed. It's got to own it. your life. Yeah. And, you know, I say that to a lot of the young kids that uh, I look after in our management business. If if you're putting anything before footy in terms of, like, obviously schoolwork and, yep. you, know, um, you know, your family. But, but if anything else comes before footy, if it's not that, then you, you're, you're in the wrong game. Exactly. You're not going to make it. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. It's just got to own you. Yeah, uh, it's the only way you can succeed at that at the top level. Yeah, welcome to Sports Day for a Tuesday night, and it's been a uh, an epic start to the to the Tuesday, uh, the Monday night. We should have said with that BBL final. So mm. yeah, we're still pretty excited about that. And thank you to our partners. The Epic has arrived. The all electric Kia EV9 and Nutrient Ag Solutions as well on the show tonight. Well, last night after the show, myself and Rat and Toddy Carney, former NRL Dally M winner. Came to the studio. We actually just sat around and had a bit of a chat. And we said to Daddy Vass, we said, Daddy, just turn the microphones on. Mm, so we're going to bring you that in a, t- in a two-part series because he's an interesting discussion, Toddy Carney. He's, he's been through a, you know, a lot of uh, disrupted years and they're all self-inflicted. And he's the mm. first to admit that. But I've got to say, uh, an amazing rugby league player, which culminated in that Dally M in 2010. But outside of that, anyone that doesn't know him, but they would have a perception of him through the media, a hell of a nice guy, Rat. Oh, mate, just a lovely fella, and yeah. and and you know, I, I mean, you know, we, we talked about you know perception in the media, and, and and I have perceptions in the media of certain people, mm. and 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 that show SAS that I that I we we like, um, it gives you a, an understanding of the person, and and You're one person, Mark Delapusis, yeah. I, I had a totally different perception until I watched you on that show. Mm. Did a bit of research, some people that I know know him, they said, mate, one of the most gentle, kindest human beings you'll ever meet. Not the perception I had of him based on the media. And, and I think Toddy probably fits that mould. The perception that a lot of people will have with him, you know, being this rat bag and just doesn't care and, you know, oh, he's just not that person. No. And, you know, good on him. He's turned he his life ownership. around. And, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say he's a mate. Also, hey, just quickly on SAS, did you hear the story? Because Ant Middleton and those guys, they're not doing it anymore. No, no. No, they had a bit of a – because they, were, they weren't woke enough. Mm. Okay, so – um, they're telling a story about the time where they kidnapped the participants. There was only a handful of them left. And they put hoods on their heads and they put them in the back of the trucks. And they had their and they're driving and Sam Burgess got his got the white ties off his arm and, and pulled his hood up and notices just a cameraman, a sound guy, and another guy driving the truck. So he says to Mark Delapusis and those guys, he goes, There's no one on the truck. There's none of the none of the instructors are here. So they were waiting back at the headquarters, the SAS instructors, and they didn't arrive after two hours. Producer Ring says, we've got a problem. What's happened? Sam's hijacked the bus. So he threw the sound guy and the cameraman out <laughs> and told and the guy driving the truck to get, get out, out and him and the rest of the participants <laughs> were heading off. towards Sydney. <laughs> and the SAS guys go, that's perfect. That's what we want them to do. Yeah, nice, Use their initiative. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, well, let's get to a break. And after the break, um, we've also got three burning questions with Daddy Vass. He's got a couple there as well. And mm. uh, we'll get some more NRL news as well. This is Sam Rat for Sports Day on a Tuesday night. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric sevens SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. 
Improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. There's a bigger advantage for the Blues. Losing their number seven. They're up the middle, the Blues, with Cardi. Passes, gets it at Stewart. He's got the pace. He's inside 20. He's inside 10. He scores. Rich Stewart scores. His second try of the night. Brilliant performance by Carney to make the break. Former Cronulla winger Dean Carney. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> he did play for Cronulla as well. Also, 2010 Dally M winner. Toddy Carney. How are you, Toddy? A little bit nervous on the way and seeing Rat on the, the door, so uh, was a good welcome. Yeah, no, good to have you, actually, because a lot to talk to you about. We're going to talk about your career, just generally what we like to do tonight, which is I'm going to get through some of the segments really soon and get you to join into those as well. Also, you've signed on another year, going to coach the Byron Bay Red Devils. Yep, got mm. the Red Devils, got Maddie's son, Jack, coming down this year. So big signing. Uh, big signing. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting down there to watch them go around. It's a good Sunday afternoon. Spend, all, spend the weekend down in Byron. We've got a lot of listeners the in the Northern Rivers as mm. well. So, yeah. yeah How's the team shaping up, Toddy? We're getting there. I took the job late, so I was a little bit um, chasing our tails a little bit. But um, help getting Jack will help. Um, just got to sign a few forwards. Off to PNG next week to try and bring a few back over. So she's recruiting wow. in country footy. <laughs> can can I just right say, now, like, it? is there if, like if there's any footy players out there? Any front rowers? Uh, Toddy's looking for some for front sure, rowers. Yeah. Go live in Byron. <laughs> yeah. Live in Byron Bay. Yeah. Play for the Red Devils. Yeah. yeah, get a good crowd down there for the game. We yeah. do get a good turnout. It's yeah. always um, busy on the hill, especially when you play against the bigger clubs. Mm. Um, they always bring a good crowd and. It, it gets fiery. Share to you, Ballina. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ballina. They always beat us. <laughs> no, no, it's not happening next year. Yeah. Not this year. Actually, I'll get you to think about this. Also for the listeners, 0457-736-736 or double eight double three for our Kiwi listeners. We'll talk about local footy. I mean, mm. the grassroots footy. There's always yeah. scandals or funny stories that come out. Of, and I was there reading is. something over the weekend. I sent it to you guys. I was just telling Toddy about it. And um, there's all these things going up. I think it was NRL Roast, wasn't it, Daddy Vass? Yeah. So everyone yep. was sending in their stories about local footy scandals. Mm. There's a couple there. There's a, there's a guy that in the early 90s used to play rugby union before it turned professional. He played both codes every weekend. Um, but he had to register his league contract under another name, and his name was Mitch Buchanan, who, of course, is from... Baywatch. Baywatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this one, I couldn't believe this one. But a player used to crap himself mm. before the game so the opposition didn't want to tackle him. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that is something that's gone around. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've never heard that before. I've got one. Um, I won't mention his name. But no, no, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I won't mention his name. He signed at the Roosters year I did. Um, he was a hooker. When he <laughs> what about all the listeners doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when he scored a try at his previous club, he jumped the fence and clapped himself. Oh. <laughs> um, he used to wreck He said they used to go to the toilet before the game. Not a number one, number two, and not wife his backside. <laughs> He's in the middle of the scrum. Mate, I did tackle him a few times. And I, didn't get, oh. I think I did get a bit of a whiff from time to time. That's horrendous. Mm. That's the worst I've heard. So I won't mention his name. Yeah. That's pretty much there for you. So any local footy scandal, it doesn't matter Good which. Play. Rugby, AFL, cricket, rugby league, send it in 0457-736-736 or double eight double three. So um, tell us the story. Wasn't Was it a year that Greg Bird, who... Rat, no. You said just takes everything as serious. Well, like it's well, World War III. Well, I went and watched him play for Southport and nearly decapitate about four kids he was playing against uh, a couple of years ago. He just he's out for line. And you remember we spoke to Linny uh, well, on the Carl Webb yeah. charity game. We asked him who, who took it seriously. He goes, oh, Greg Bird yeah. wanted, wanted to kill people. Didn't he play in the night? Was it last, so last, last year? year? Yeah, so with the first game, we, 
we played against um, a Brisbane team and uh, had a few big island. And he, he, I could see him before the game. He goes, I'm going to take one of these blokes' heads off. <laughs> First tackle of the game, he just spears in, comes out, split across his head like a horseshoe. Yeah. Goes up to Ravina Hospital, gets it stitched up, comes back down a few hours later and we'll just about play our last two games. And he was about to run on. He was that keen to get back <laughs> oh, out mate. there. He's, oh, just, he loves he's it. A, he is a unit. He absolutely yeah. loves it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, this tonight. Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. Like it or lump oh, it I, as well. I'm still not loving that intro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's I horrible. Love it. I love it. Daddy Vash rang me today, actually. He goes... You know that like it or lump it? You know the, the noise that girl makes? And I said, yeah. He goes, it was Elaine off Seinfeld, wasn't it? Nah, no, no, no. Harry Met, when yeah. Harry met Sally. The cafe scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Got it wrong, also, we'll try and fit tubes into the show. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit that's later ridiculous. On. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yeah, so if you've got any that's ridiculous or like it or lump it as well, send it through on the text line. Hey, Rat D. Oh, Rat D for attendance. Rabbit Burrow tomorrow. <laughs> no, well, I, I come when I'm required. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I've got an A for attendance, Rabbit Burrow. I'm, I'm here now. Uh, I've got asked to come when I'm here. Um, look, I'd come more, but I've just got to speak to the powers that be. I'm, yeah. It's not in the budget. It's not in the budget. Yeah. I might give up some of my salary to. Oh, for you. mate, you're Is such that? a team player, Sats. Sats, as you know, I'm a big audio books or podcast while, while I'm exercising. Steve from Dubbo says, but I stumbled on the James Graham podcast, the Todd Carney episode. Was outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I'll second that. I, yeah. I, I loved it. Listen to that, and I guess yeah, just touching on that. Um, you, you talked a lot about you know growing up, like you, as a, you grow into a, a man. You, you know, we're young kids when we start playing footy, and you, you think you know you can't. You're bulletproof, and you can do whatever you want. And you're still playing, but you certainly got a different attitude to it all now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it took me a long time to obviously grow up with the stuff that I'd done throughout my career. But I had to realise to grow up fast after I'd finished because a loss of identity and, and then trying to struggle where you fit and what you want to do for work. And then obviously with my employment now, working with young youth and then having a partner and a son, I just couldn't do the things I was doing. So mm. I had to grow up real quick. Otherwise, it was going to spiral out of control real quick. And I'm glad I did. It's The last 10 months has changed my life and it's things like this, I wouldn't have been in this position to even sit in here mm. to talk because I wouldn't have put myself out there because I, I, was, I don't know, I just wouldn't have been there. Just the opportunity wouldn't have arise. So yeah, it's been, it's been a lifelong life yeah. change. Yeah. 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 Mate, I, I read something today. There was an article that just came out. I sent it across to you, Sats, about the importance of, of community sporting clubs and what they do for people and for young men, particularly in their mental health. Now, now, I know you would have had some dark times. What what did go, going back to those community clubs and playing? You were down in Goulburn, I think, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did going back to clubs like that do for you when you know you couldn't play at the level that you know you you, you were certainly you know had the ability to? But what did it do for you mentally to go back to those sort of clubs and be a part of that sort of community? Well, when I left Canberra in two thousand eight and then got my visa declined to go to the UK for two thousand nine, I moved to Cairns, lived in a pub. Worked in the pub. Got the Atherton table. Yeah, Atherton Roosters. Roosters, yeah. And that was just, obviously, it made me the love of the game to come back. Um, and it was a challenge to be out of my comfort zone. Um, previous that year, my dad had passed away. So, so to get away from my family, to live in a pub and then work in a pub and then play bush footy on a weekend, just seeing the passion from the, the, the supporters, the fans, and then obviously the guys that are playing that have been working all day, slugging it out in the 
lumping bananas and then turned up to train and play. Mm. Just the passion they have for it made me realise that, that how lucky we are to play the game we did and, yeah. and what you get from it. And yeah, there's a lot of good people in rugby league, isn't there? <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, I mean, I, you just, you know, we, we had, and, and, and you know, we're, we're talking about liking or lumping. What I'm lumping at the moment is like every six or, you know, three to six months, about 50 Cronulla crew come up from from down at Cronulla for a 50th or, a, mm. you know, a 40th. And, you know, it's, it's it's three days of, you know, fun and frivolity and all that sort of you stuff. You never grow I, up. I'm, yeah. I'm lumping that. I, I said, <laughs> well, can we do this once every couple of years? Like, But it just, you just realise the friendships you make, the connections, they they, they last a lifetime. It's a pretty mm. special environment that we've got to be a part of, all of us. Yep. Mm. Yeah, you're right. I'm like I'm liking I'm liking Toddy's story. It's, I'm it's loving awesome. It. We're going to hear more from Toddy, <laughs> only tonight, but yeah, hopefully in in days and weeks to come. As uh, let's get to the break. Toddy Carney's going to hang around uh, throughout the show. We'll ask a few more questions. The all electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open, World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show for a Monday night. Scotty Sattler, Matty Rogers back in the seat as well. And Woogie would be listening in some place called Lombokan or oh, some island. Is, yeah. is that what it's called, Toddy? Lombok. Noosa Lombokan. Because Toddy, he's, a, he's basically a native of, <laughs> of Bali. What, you've got a you've got a, a Airbnb yeah, up yeah, there? Airbnb and a tattoo shop. Actually, on tattoos, Daniel from Prairie Wood, you've, you've stolen my, <laughs> my thunder here, listening on the SEN app. Between Rat and Todd, is there any room for a spare tattoo? There's enough ink to supply a stationery across the office, work, office works across the nation. I do have a bit. Um, Who I between Toddy's, the pair has Toddy's, more tattoos? I think Toddy's got me covered. I, I, got a t- I, I used to copy Rat's tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I when he s- first got the, the dice and the flames. Yeah, have you got anything on your legs, Rat? Oh, uh, just my calves. No. But I'm, I'm actually going to get this portrait done on my thigh here of my dad and my brother and I, which is by this tattoo is just brilliant with portraits. Is your brother going to have a cowboy hat on? No, no. Yeah. It's when we were kids. But it's just you got to have the portraits done when the sun doesn't hit them. So, it's, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting it. Oh, I think he's got you. I'm looking at his legs. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah, me. Yeah, he's got yeah, you. he's got me. What's the arrow on the inside of your thigh? What's that? Mean? <laughs> I just got little. I just got little ones, hopeless ones. In the arrow. Is it? They're too painful to get. Is there one ones. on your body, oh. Toddy, that that you sort of look at it and go, "What did I get that for?" Yeah. Oh, I've got a heap of those. On my right shoulder. I remember the first day I turned up at 17 years old at Raiders, one of my first preseasons. Were you clean then? I was clean, clean skin, yeah. And then turned up this dirty thing on the fat arm. <laughs> <laughs> and they just looked at me and like, didn't say nothing, just looked and shook their head. as like, uh, what are you doing? Who was the coach right then? Maddie Elliott. Oh. Yeah. Simon Wolford gave me a pasting. Ryan O'Hara gave it to me for the rest of the time <laughs> he was at the club. It was just, I don't know, I don't know why. The I things you do, eh? Yeah, oh. the things you do. And here's me and Daddy Vass, no tats at all. No. Oh, have you got a tat? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, You've got like a barley you. leaf or something. Yeah. Is that a Barbie doll? Oh, no, it's a barley leaf. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Toddy, let's talk about you a little bit in relation to your 2010 year. Dalian medal winner of the year. The Roosters go on a run and get beaten by the Dragons in the grand final. What was the difference from 2010 to, I mean, you had a great career, over 200 games and played for your country, state of origin. But 2010 was something different because you spent some time at fullback. Yeah. Is there anything else that changed? Um, well, when I, like I said, in 2009, I spent a year in Cairns. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I signed at the Roosters when Freddie was the coach. And obviously, he was really, really looking forward to that. That year, he got um, punted and then Brian Smith took the job. And turning up to the Roosters, like any, anyone when you first have had a year off, I had my doubts, and um, Smithy's my first interview with Smithy was he said, I'm going to play at fullback. 
Had you ever played fullback ever played at fullback. NRL? Yeah. No, but I played like a fullback when Jason Smith was at Canberra. Mm. So I swung from right to left. And that's what Smithy said. He goes, I think you'll be good enough. My first question was, what about Minnie? And then he said to me, well, what about Braith? He's the captain of the club. Like, if you think you're going to come in and play six. Like, so I just said to him, like, if that's where you want me to play, I'll do whatever I can. And um, R- Brian's son, Rowan Smith, helped, yeah. me, helped me so much. He's got a good brain, um, Rowan Smith. And then... Uh, after Christmas in 2009, so the start of 2010, Smithy sat me down and pretty much gave me a blunt message. He told me to get off the piss. Um, didn't want me to drink at all. And a lot of the boys at the club of that year were doing the same thing. And we, we swore off it. Uh, we didn't drink. Um, that was probably a big thing. But just, just focusing on footy, knew that I had a job to do in front of me. I, I had to challenge myself to get better so I'd never play fullback. And, and just trying to prove myself back, had a point to prove. Um, and as you said, we went on to – we got beat in the grand final. You had them at half time. I thought you were going to get them. Yeah. yeah. Dragons. Well, a few, yeah, yeah. few errors in the first half. Of the first two tries, one was a forward pass and uh, Brett Morris's foot was out the other one. But they just rolled us in the second half. Like I thought coming up in half time, we were in the box seat. Oh, yeah. They just stormed through us. Uh, Jamie Seward's kicking game. Um, Gaznier and Matt Cooper just – Burn us on the edges. Well, it, uh, it you know you, you certainly made a difference because in two thousand and nine that Roosters side got the wooden spoon. Yeah, so they did too. Yeah, uh, you, you, mm. I mean, it's, I think it's, it was the first time a side's gone from the wooden spoon to the grand final. He's a little bit like that, Brian Smith, wasn't he? From more reports, he was. Um, I remember Gordon Taylor saying he's the best coach he's ever had, but he's also the worst coach he's ever had because. He, he, Very detail orientated for two or three years, it'd be great, and then year four, your head would be just full of so much mm. information. You didn't know whether you could look left or right. He was just a lot of skills, so we didn't do, have a big preseason of running. We we're just heaps of skills, and obviously they burn us out. But fun one thing I always noticed with Smithy, he was never at the start of the sessions. He'd always hide, hide, hide in the trees, watching to see <laughs> blokes what they were doing before they like, before they started. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed my time with Smithy. He got a lot out of me, obviously. Moving me to fullback was, was a challenge, but I played probably some of the best football there. Um, but then after 2010 season, I mean, him had a bit of a falling out. And it obviously was, looking back on it now, it was my fault. Mm. Um, but for a while I blamed him because he just pretty much put, put it straight to me. Is that you've you got to earn what you deserve like to get get further. And um, at that point in 2011, I wasn't wasn't – working hard to get anything. It's so. a big thing, you know, when you retire and you mature and like you're saying, you look back at it and go, you know what? I think it was, I think it was my fault. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a big admission. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Oh, I mean, I think we've all had times in our career when you, you know you're not actually, like yeah. you're there based on what you've done, not yeah. not because yeah. of the hard work you're doing. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you get called out on it and it's easy to get you back up. But as you get older, you think, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Mate, uh, Origin debut, what did it mean to you and, and how did you feel, you know, stepping onto into that in, Origin arena? You came in against that... One of the yeah, greatest, right, yeah. well, probably the greatest origin period. We'll never, we'll never probably see it again. Yeah, yeah. So in 2012 was obviously, I thought I was going to get a chance in 2010 with my form, but didn't. Then it come when I got to Cronulla, um, and it was obviously a relief. It was something that I'd always wanted. And um, I remember the first camp, weeks camp was obviously there was a lot of talk about the Queensland team and. And are we going to be the team that breaks it and, and all that stuff? But I remember the, f- the first game in Who Melbourne. Was the coach? Ricky Stewart. Okay, yep. Um, the first game in Melbourne, um, just before warm-up, someone goes, well, you're going to get changed. I was sitting there just like in a daze because I was obviously soaking it all in. 
everyone's got their shorts and socks and ready to go. I'm still sitting in my suit. <laughs> <laughs> and I played like that. Yep. I played yeah. like that. It just went so quick. I had a uh, penalty early in the game, missed it, um, and didn't find touch. So it was, it was yeah, it got me straight away. Um, and obviously found my feet. I only played the one year, which is all. Just slaps you in the face, doesn't oh, it? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. It's First so tackle hard. was like, like I'd never been tackled before. It was like stars everywhere. Mm. But yeah, it was it was a dream come true, and obviously I would have liked to play plenty of more. But um, yeah, I just didn't pan out that way. The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open, World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat for a Tuesday night. Hope you enjoyed the uh, the discussion with Toddy Carney because we certainly did. We're going to get a lot more of Toddy Carney over the the coming NRL season. He's, uh, yeah. he's a hell of a nice guy and I think he's got a lot to, to offer also in the media as well because he's, he's brutally honest at times and I think we don't get enough of that, Toddy. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that as well. You can get on the podcast if you didn't hear all of that discussion. Now, let's get to the burning questions. Daddy Vass for Toolkit Depot, everything you need to... Get back to work. What do you got for us? Bit of everything? Yeah, a bit of a mixed bag today, boys. Now, just thinking with the season approaching, who are you most looking forward to watching this season? Now, it could be based off last year's former player arriving at a new club, anything like that. Not a team, a player? A player, one player. Oh, oh there's certainly one that I'm looking forward to watch. Um, and I, I did wax on lyrically about him last year, uh, back end of the season, Brendan Pierre Oh, he is a good player. He, you know, he, he, he had a little bit of consistency in the top grade at the back end of the year. Uh, he's going to have a, a, you know, another preseason. But he played his first game of first grade in 2021. Had I'm one game, then had one game in 2022 and played 11 games last year. So I think it was 2019. I remember watching him in the Australian Schoolboys. It was mm. him and Jack Howarth were the back rowers. Jack Howarth with Melbourne. We'll yeah. see a lot of him this year. Reese Walsh was the fullback. I mean, but Pierre Cura was the standout. Yeah, well, oh, I just love the way he moves. I love the way he defends, uh, runs the ball. Uh, yep. And, and, and uh, another one that I'm looking forward to, and, and I think he'll get a, you know, an opportunity uh, with some consistency in the halves is um, Braden Trindle at the Sharks. Yeah, I'd, he's got to get a little bit fitter, hasn't he? He's got, I think he's got to mm. probably lose four or five kilos, trim down a little bit, and I think at the back end of games he'll be a little bit more focused. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a good player. He's a very good player. When he's yeah. in the halves, both he and Nico... When Moreland was there, I thought they were far more strong on when he was there as opposed to Matty Moreland being there. Yeah, I think Matty, I think, like I sort of said last year, Matty had the, the nous. He, he had the football brain yep. and he could create space, but he couldn't take the space. He just lost that yard of pace. Mm. Uh, I, th- I, think, I think Trindle has that. Yeah. And, and I think uh, he can make a big difference. I think Tommy did with the training of James Maloney at the Cowboys. Yep. I think we'll see. I think he, he's in my top three Dally M. For the end of the year, uh, Jack Cogger. Oh yeah. After yeah. winning a comp and knowing what success he goes to Newcastle, no one's even mentioning him as one of the starting halves. Oh, They're saying Gamble oh. and Hastings. Really? Nah. He's nah. one of your starting oh, I'm, halves. I'm hearing, I'm hearing a bit of chat, bit of chatter around him. From yeah. I got a few. I had, Timmy Madison was up from um, yeah. from Redhead over the weekend and uh, had a beer with Maddo and. There's a bit of talk about him. They're excited to have him. Oh mate, he's a good player. Mm. But the one kid I'm looking forward to, if you're a Broncos fan, is Dean Mariner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he is special, this kid. I mean, Selwyn's going to move to the centres. He's going to play on the wing. This kid is special. Mm. I can't wait to see him play. What make of the, the Selwyn to the wing? Centre? Oh, to the centre. I sorry. like it. I don't think he's, I don't think he's uh, urgent and busy enough for the wing or fullback. 
I yeah. think centre is a little bit like Latrell. When you're going to him, you're going to him for quality. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, I, I think that's a that's a bit of a, um, a myth that a lot of people think is that you know wingers. You, you, that's where you get you, you get a rest out. Like no. centre is the easiest position on the rugby league field to play. Um, you got to make some decisions to sit, but not much traffic coming at you. You're not you know fielding balls off kicks. You're not charging back into a, a line of defence. Um, it is by far, and I've played every position in the back line, the centre position, uh, other than decision-making, is the easiest position yeah, like physically it. to play. Yeah, I like it. It's just, uh, is his decision-making going to be up to scratch? Um, that's what concerns me a little bit with him because he has, he has struggled a little bit with his decision-making defensively on the wing. Mm. So physically, no Most issue. centre, you've, you've got a bloke inside, outside, mm. so if you make a mistake, sometimes they can clean Cover it up you. for you. So yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm going to make this two questions. Okay. Yep. Now, David Norfoluma, he's officially parted ways with the West Tigers. Well, he's meant to meet the board, wasn't he? So that doesn't happen anymore. That, that's, okay. that's out the window. Yep. Um, do you think he was always wanting this outcome? So for the listeners that don't know what happened, he, he's breached training schedules where he hasn't, he, has, yeah, he hasn't come to training on a couple of occasions. He's contacted the RLPA. He said he had gastro, but when anyone tried to contact him, um, at one training session, yeah, he went MIA. Um, so he's got, a a he's, still got two, he's still got two years left on his contract, yep. worth about a million dollars. Mm. So he's taking a three hundred thousand dollar to pay out. So, yeah, do you think he, do you think he was trying to push for this? I, I think he probably was. Yeah, it seems that way. Sats. I, seems I, I like think a disruptive sort of person. When he went to Melbourne, uh, he never seen like that before. He went to Melbourne though. Mm. Uh, like he was their favourite son at the yeah. Tigers. He was their try scoring hero. Um, you know, he was a great stalwart for the club. Went to Melbourne, and I, and I feel like I remember there was something along the lines of that. You know, he, I think he wanted to stay in Melbourne. Yeah, there was something along those As lines. You would, yeah. Um, yeah, and it, and it's just sort of been downhill ever since, hasn't it? I love the loan system, but you sometimes it's be careful what you wish for, <laughs> isn't it? Hey, when you yeah. send them to a successful club, mm. yeah, that's two burning questions with Daddy Vass for Toolkit Depot. <laughs> Everything you need to get back to work: tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear in store and online. And after the break, be safe with SunCorp. The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV, Kia. Major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Rat and I are sitting here and we're arguing. It's safe to say we're about to come to blows about Australia. <laughs> I'm running. I'll, I'll yeah. win that by about 20 metres. Be safe with Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp home resilience. And again, that cyclone starting to form off the, the east coast of Australia around Innisfail and, and yeah. Airlie Beach and Cairns. Looks it looks, nasty, looks it? pretty little bit nasty. So I hope everyone's safe up there. But... Uh, be safe with Suncorp. When Daddy Vass is throwing this question up, Ooh. with Madge heading the Blues, is the State of Origin Shield safe with the Maroons? You're never safe in Origin. You, no, you're not. But I, I just – there's so, just so much disruption in New South Wales. Yeah, there is. Yeah, <laughs> it's there always is. something. They, just, they eat their own. They do. They do. They they do. Yeah. I, I'm laughing because I'm thinking, yeah, I, I think it is safe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly can see another, like, little dynasty coming here. What have we got? We're, we're, we're two on the trot, three out of four. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I can see another couple of years. I, I just can't see Billy getting beat. Well, you got it, that's that's where he's been outsmarting, Freddie. It's purely on the coaching side of things. And you think of the team that we've got. Mm. Well, you've got young Harry Grant, and when Ben Hunt decides to retire, you've got Tommy Dearden that comes in. 
Um, Mate, Caelan Ponga couldn't make the side at the moment. Exactly. There's the question. Do you pick <laughs> Reese Walsh? Do you pick Caelan Ponga? I think you've got to pick all yeah. of them, wouldn't you? Yeah, if you've got the best players. So we're saying yes at the moment. The Origin State of Origin Shield is safe with the Maroons for Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Uh, let's get to a break. And after the break, we've got some Titans news and we'll wrap the show up. The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Yeah, let's wrap the show up here on Sports Day for a Tuesday night. Thanks very much for joining us. And the Gold Coast Titans, some good news for the Titans fans. David Fafida has returned to training after undergoing surgery to repair a partial pectoral tear in December. We're lucky it's not a full rupture. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, it's good that he's back because, you know, Dave Fafita, he's the sort of guy that you think you need need some miles in the legs in the pre-season to get him moving, going, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking forward to seeing how the Titans go this year on the yeah, Disney. absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Thank you, Daddy Vass. Thank you very much, Rat. And thank you very much to the listeners for joining us on a Tuesday night. And we'll see you on Sports Day tomorrow night.